What's up, humans? Welcome to The Human Music Podcast. I'm Luke Rain. My co-hosts are Tesco and Rip Kinney, and we are all music producers, artists, and producer coaches. This show is where we discuss all things music production and interview amazing creatives about their origins, their process, and whatever else comes up. This week is episode 117, Finishing an Album. Rip Kinney has been hard at work on his debut full-length album for about two years, and it is finally done and ready for distribution. Big up, Rip Kinney! On this episode, we talk about some things you may not think about when finishing a project, why he chose to make a concept album that tells a story, choosing to maintain focus on the project at hand, and tricks to standardize your process across album tracks. The song of the week for this one is the final single that's leading up to this album release called Open Up Your Eyes by Rip Kinney. You can find the links to that below. You're hearing it behind me. And it is the Human Music Song of the Week on the Spotify playlist. It'll be right there up top. You can support our sponsors while you're down there looking at the links like Dojo TV. That is where you can get free producer live stream classes from the Dojo Senseis. Our boy Tesco's Patreon, where you can get track feedback, private lessons, and more. The weekly download, where you can learn from our mentor, Ill Gates, and his private weekly group lessons for just 20 bucks a month. And guest practices, where you can learn from Seth Drake at the Approach Institute. And your first class over there is free. Check out thehumanmusicpodcast.com to find more of our things, socials, etc. And uh, let's get on into this episode talking about Rip Kinney's album. Hello, people of Earth. This is Tesco with Rip Kenny and Trap Jesus. And you're listening to the uh, Human Music Podcast. Woo! Human Music Podcast. I like it. Let's uh let's start over. I'm gonna say Wee 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 What's up humans? Wee We are on a ride, a technical difficulty ride, and we're gonna push right through it though. Yeah, but they don't know that. Yeah. Sometimes transparency is what's up. Yeah, we started enough. the first four minutes of this podcast and are restarting because my computer fucked up or something. No, Maybe we... it was a website. But we're back. And uh, gonna say it again. I'm proud of Rip Kenny because he finished his album. Woo! Woo! Yeah! Yeah! Wow! 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 Um, it's about time, Bucko. Yeah, I know, right? Jesus, hey, this guy takes for. you taking any longer? Two years. I, dude, straight. Okay, so, uh, <laughs> my my deadline for myself to have the music done was last Tuesday, the fifth, and mm-hmm. like straight up, like we got invited to go to Lake Tahoe at this house on the lake, like mm-hmm. for the Fourth of July, like the most ideal possible thing you could have done for that holiday and i had to just flat out no i don't have time like i have to finish the album so sorry like like, this is brutal but i have to and straight up if i if that didn't happen i didn't have five days like solitary everyone Mm. thought i was there and i wasn't like no one was hitting me up like five days just live and breathe the album to finish it it wouldn't have got done like at the like thursday like prior to the deadline i was like it needs three more months like 
<laughs> like Damn. straight up, like I didn't think. Can't wait I, for it to come out so I could tell you the snares too loud and all oh, the tracks. I know, right? <laughs> and like this track's just like slightly not loud enough compared to this one. Like, yeah, I don't know about the mix on this one. I mean, honestly, like that is also kind of. No, the- it's gonna slap. It's gonna slap. Uh, regardless, but hopefully, you know, do what but you it, gotta I do. I mean, that is kind of it is kind of an interesting nuance about like finishing an album, which is like you like loudness between all the individual tracks. And I released them as singles before the whole album was done. Like I'm running off the seat of my pants here, you guys. Like I did not have the album done before I started releasing music because I was like. I just need to crunch this shit in. Like, I'm never going to finish it. Like I got this shit's got to come out. Um, and so like some of the ones have already released are like slightly varied in loudness, like Spotify, you don't really notice it cause they, you know, they match, but there's like just tiny variations. Um, and then like in between the song, when you're like trying to rapid fire finish stuff, like you're able, you know, you're able to make a lot of progress, but then like the, just the balance of things like, cause you want it to sound and I'm doing the mixing and mastering myself, like to hit this deadline, like I had to. And, uh, like just the little things and getting the mix balance, right. To make it, to make everything sound like albums you listen to. It's like such a weird nuance that you never have to deal with until you do that. Like even an EP, which, you know, I think all of us have have made collections of of work that aren't as, you know, trying to be as complete as possible. That's not that important for that. But then all of a sudden you're like, fuck this. Like it has to like when the next song comes on, you can't you can't notice a difference. And then you're like automating stuff and like throwing band-aids on it. And it feels weird, but it like it's all to service the fact that it is supposed to be a complete listenable work. Um, the other weird thing that I didn't think about until literally two days before it had to be done is like when you play an album mode, there's no fucking silence between the songs. Uh, I didn't bounce any of the singles like that. Like I didn't bounce any silence to help like ease a weird transition or anything. And luckily sheer luck i'm not even i'm not even gonna pretend i intended to do this but like most of the singles it's like track two four six eight ten and then eleven and twelve so there's only a a small group at the end which is defined already and the ones in between i could like massage little pieces to weave them so it ended up working okay, but that was another thing at the last minute. I was like, oh shit, like that sounded like a train wreck into the next song. Like, mm-hmm. what the hell am I gonna do there? Um But yeah, I mean, you know, your, intense. your freshman album, this is shit you learn. Like next time, the album's gonna be done, done, and then I'm gonna start releasing stuff. Cause all this, like ideally, <clears throat> you put the transition into the next song at the end of the previous one. You don't want to have to fuck up the first 10 seconds of your song to make it fit with another one. Like, 
every record that you've ever had, like funny outros and stuff that's like interludes in the album, but you, it wasn't a separate track. It's because it's at the end of that track and you never realize it's on that track because it's at the end and then it plays into the next one. You don't know. But like having to tastefully like build in, like even one of them was literally just a <clears throat> quarter note sweep that I just chopped from the end of like the previous song and like pitched in reverse and like use some effects on it to kind of like have it like swoop back into the next one. So it wasn't just like slamming into a kick drum with a gritty bass on it, which is yeah. The, all shit you just don't think about if you haven't done it before. Well, now we get to think about it. Thanks to you sharing that with us. And I could see how that'd be a big pain in the ass. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure it'll all pay off. It's very nitty gritty producer stuff. But uh, I guess one thing with that, like, what are you thinking as far as this? Because, like, unless you have a album conceptually planned out, there is some degree of, like, fuck around and find out and then piece yeah. together the track listing and then kind of stitch it together. So, like, what were you thinking in terms of that? Like, are you, are you writing your new stuff with tracks you currently have in mind and how they're going to fit together or are you still in the stage where you're not doing that and you're going to figure it out later um yeah i mean so because i had a, a conceptual framework for like the actual story of the album like early on i started writing songs that would fit that story and so like they had they had a place and they like had to be in that location on the album. But like it would actually be so much easier and you wouldn't have to fuck with any of this stuff if you didn't if you were just releasing an album like a rock band that was just like 12 songs you like that sound like you made them in a similar time period. Like great. Just bounce a second of silence on the end of every song, done. You don't have to fuck with it. Um but because Right. But because I am an absolute nerd and bit off way more than I could chew, uh, the songs had to go in the locations that they did. And then it's like, uh, uh, okay. And then for I had sure. To... Yeah. So what are you thinking as far, as far as like the new material? Like, Oh, you mean like after the album? Yeah. Like, are you even gonna go in that direction? Are you no, do it. Oh my God. Like, like, that? like make another app. Like if you see another album from me in under five years, like someone has a gun to my head. Like I don't like this going to be a long time. Watch this album is going to propel you to success and you're going to be forced to write a second album. You know what? It's going to be a metaphorical gun. If, if the success is that large, like fucking great sure but then you'll have the pressure of the last but there album. will be like you said a metaphorical gun to my head because <laughs> i don't want to fucking do this again anytime but would you soon. like do it for an ep <clears throat> no yeah it's that much no. work because, because there's like if you're going to go through all the work to like write a story and conceptualize a framework and like put this whole story arc and flow like <clears throat> it needs more than four songs like five or six 
you know the third song is like the climactic whatever whatever, whatever. i i know i know it's just like for like i just i'm I not gonna you. no sense in bothering with it Don't for me the kenny unless i was gonna do like a whole nother a whole a whole nother thing because it's just so much work to like around the outside of just mm-hmm. just aside from writing the music like getting it conceptually to feel right it's just such an undertaking so the reason i kind of ask yeah sorry cut you off luke but the reason i kind of ask is (laughs) uh is i've thought about doing it for ep2 and i feel like maybe it would give a little direction to the lyrics and you could get a little more kind of specific uh with the topics and what emotions you're trying to express or what part of the story or all of that so i'm curious like uh do you find like it helped your lyric writing process at all or do you feel like it's just one of those things where it's just like more of a production kind of undertaking and you really just wanted the sonics um to be that way no actually like that's a really good point i hadn't really thought about that but writing the lyrics was potentially easier when i knew like when I was writing, like when I would start writing the song, I didn't start with lyrics. I would start with like a guitar part mm-hmm. and write, like when I was writing that guitar part, I was like, you know, going off feel for the section of the story. And then once I had the feel of that guitar bit, then it would be like, okay, like what, what kind of touches on the story without over explaining and like going too deep in the lyric? Cause Another thing was like, I really wanted all the songs to just stand on their own by mm-hmm. themselves. Like I didn't want any weird like story interludes or anything. Like I wanted it to feel like a complete piece of music on each song, but like listening to the whole thing, you get a sense of the story. And then once I start dripping out the, uh, the full video for it, like that will kind of, expand upon what you probably already picked up a little bit but it'll go way deeper than you thought which is Mm. yeah again (laughs) biting off a lot Mm -hmm. so can only imagine one thing i'd love for you to share is you know you you're talking about how big of an undertaking this concept album has been but I would love for you to tell the humans like why you chose to undertake this this moment you know monumentous of a task monumental I don't know yeah I don't got that word right now but why did you choose this what was like the the beginnings of the conception of this idea yeah um so like pretty much ever since I started making music I had this idea for an album like having a collection of work that sounds sick and that tells a story, but then you could actually like bring it to life with some narration and some like video content to kind of, you know, give the, the sense of the vibe. Um, and like when I, the, the get outside mixtape that I curated for the dojo was like my kind of intro taste at doing that. Um, which was so haggard because I just wrote the story and then like typed the story in as SoundCloud comments on the thing. And like, I, I, I really doubt if more than like two or three people ever actually read through the whole thing. 
I'm hoping more people will end up watching the full YouTube video and think like, holy shit, this is dope. But it's it's been a concept I've wanted to do forever. And that combined with the fact that like um it's just it's just kind of like been a seminal goal for me to have like a complete body of work that if you're like, I want to listen to Rip Kenny and know what he does, like start to finish, you could come on this literally 59 minute journey and uh, understand exactly what I do. And like, that's, you're either going to be a fan or not care after listening to it. Um, So yeah. Yeah. You definitely won't hate it. Hopefully not. Or or do do hate it because that means that means yeah, that tell it's people worth how much you about, hate it. I guess yeah. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Man, uh, that's sick, dude. So how are you feeling about like writing new tracks? I know you've been working on some new stuff. How are you kind of balancing working on new tunes and and finishing tunes? That's something I always am like trying to balance. So yeah, I'm curious. Like, do you ever do you ever have like regrets? Like, I could have maybe finished this project sooner if I didn't go and make all these projects or are you just like fuck it i'm Um, making new stuff all the time and when it's done it's done yeah so the (laughs) the extent of my writing new music over the past nine months was one three-day weekend in which i was uh shelb was visiting one of her friends so i was by myself and i was like i've been working myself to the bone like my weekend off is going to be writing something new. And yeah, I, actually, yeah. I, I showed you guys that one. Um, but that's the only song I've actually written Oh shit! outside okay, of okay. the album. And then like collabing with alter has been like the other music I've worked on, but like literally that's it. Like I haven't, I've had to, I've had to like, you know, turn that faucet down to a dribble uh, to get the rest of the faucets wide open to finish the album. Um, but I have still been just like, you know, doing some daily guitar. I guess it hasn't been daily lately, but I still I still play guitar and sound design and stuff for fun when I'm bored late at night and don't have the gas to actually be productive. Mm-hmm. And some of that stuff might make its way into a song. But um, yeah, it really hasn't been anything but finishing this album. I see, I see. Well, what are you excited to get to after the album? Uh, the one that I showed you guys that I am excited to do that. And honestly, like I'm, I'm just excited to write more music now that like having finished 14 songs in like, um, kind of, I don't want to say a defined structure, but I kind of came up with some processes and stuff that like help like make all those album songs sound cohesive. And I like, I learned so much about what to do and what not to do like you always do like when you're getting better at mixing you it informs better decisions early on and like a a lot of stuff with like guitar tones that i figured out to like help stuff like blend in and i just have mm-hmm. i have so many ideas of of fun things to try that i just haven't i haven't dove into because i i've I've had to force myself to finish this stuff, but I, I'm excited to work on new stuff. But yeah, I mean, there's 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 also that little bit of uh, man, are you going to be able to write good music if you try to write music again? Are you going to well, that little self doubt creeping Do back you think in? You can, except uh, the the song that I wrote 
I, I think that was like two months ago, two and a half months, maybe three that I showed you guys the song that I wrote. I was like, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. You can, you can still do this. That's fine. You're yep. Good. Sometimes so. it takes that little, that little just prove it moment where you're just like, no, nah, I'm just going to write something and it turns out good. And you're like, oh, thank God. I do stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause that song could have been garbage and have been like, Oh, you're off the boat, bud. <laughs> you're done. So I'm curious, like what, you know, we talked about, you know, some of the things like last minute making little transitions between the songs so that they swoop into each other well when you're listening on album mode. What other what other lessons have you learned along the way of like compared to releasing singles or EPs, things you've done plenty of in the past? Like what was different with the album finishing process in terms of engineering, in terms of writing, in terms yeah. of uh, of like choosing which songs to be there in the first place. Yeah. Um, a lot of it really came down to like learning how to standardize for your, like yourself for your music. Like not, it's funny because like, I never, I never like thought about sonically how to make them work when I was writing the music, it was just like, you know, write the song, yada, yada, yada. And then like, when you're trying to finish it, you're like, these have to feel like they're coming from the same source point, right? Like the same origin and like figuring out like, you know, like a, a drum bus processing rack that like, you know, so all the drums feel consistent throughout all the tracks and like using the exact same master chain. And a lot of it actually, um, luckily letting go ended up having a pretty darn good mix and master. And I also spent probably the most time on that one, but even, even at the end, I wish I could go back there's some stuff I learned about processing guitar tones and stuff. I wish, I wish I could go back and just like, I, I literally saved myself like a fab filter, like preset that like, after like I use pretty I, I, I tend to gravitate towards similar guitar tones from similar cabs and amps mm-hmm. and like I just figured out this one and it's so it's so funny because it's like minus 0.5 dB here minus 1 dB here minus or plus 0.25 here <laughs> and it's like the littlest cutest little dainty thing but like it makes but that's the, crack, the guitar tone that I all that I gravitate towards it like fixes the like and just like just makes it makes it way better. And now I hear it on the ones that like came out oh, already and I'm like, damn it. I wish I could just go back and just put the one little thing I got dialed in. Um, but yeah, it's stuff like that, which is um, a lesson learned finish the whole thing and then release singles. Um, if I wasn't an independent artist strapped for cash, trying to make it happen as we go and on a timeline that needs to be sooner rather than later, like, yeah, maybe I would have had the time to finish the whole thing before I released it, but I didn't. But you know, in the end, I for sure, if I was going to do another album, the whole thing would be done. And then I start releasing singles which would solve the the thing we just talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. And also these kinds of things like the standardization of 
like the tones and where things sit and like how how they feel in relation to other things and just like all of that stuff that you don't have to worry about when you're doing a single because you're just trying to make it sound as good as possible. And that can vary a lot track to track how mm-hmm. you could maximize your space to to give the impact of these songs. And unintentionally, each song kind of has its own flavor of like what's prominent and like what ranges stick out and like all of that kind of thing. But undeniably it still does all feel like it came from the same spot. Cause I just, as I went, I tried to make sure that I was connecting the dots, mm-hmm. but yeah, but it, it would have been a lot easier to just be able to go back and make sure everything else is dialed at the end before. Yeah. As far as like stuff that you want to experiment with, is there anything you want to try now on these songs? Like, I feel like after working on the same stuff for a while, I start to feel like, oh, I don't have a track that's like this. Now I got to go do this. Do you feel like there's any like new aspects or something that you want to add to your music now that you feel like Mm. is an added dimension of Rip Kenny we we aren't going to see on this project? Huh. Um honestly like not not really i, f- I feel, feel like, like covered all the ground it's it's hilarious because i like never like when i was writing like I, the concept for the story and then you're like okay this song is going to fit this piece and this is this and this is this and like okay like i want to use some like piano in this one blah 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 like it ended up being pretty much 99 percent perfect as far as well-rounded for what you would hear from me in a general sense. If it was just me not collaborating, like from what I want to do, um, there's like stuff that's like got very little, uh, looks like we just lost our host for a second. We'll see if he comes back. But, um, yeah, there's some that have like very little guitar besides like guitar processing and amps and stuff. And, um, others that are like, basically a rock song with electronic trimmings like mm-hmm. um like get out while you can is literally like just a rock song that hammers a nice riff in a few different ways has a bridge that goes somewhere else it's all you um, need baby yeah and all all of that kind of thing is pretty much like those are the corners of the box that i like to live in for this sound and i'm sure like that box will expand um, as I, you know, my musical taste grows and changes, but for now that's, it's pretty much here's, here's what it is. <laughs> here's, mm-hmm. here's the range. It's sick, man. I'm excited for the world to hear this project, dude. I think this is going to be huge. Hope so. Uh, yeah, I'm, very I'm modest guy over here. I'm, I'm very proud of it. Honestly, it, it took a long time to get to a point where like, I'm like, wow, I'm really quite proud of this but um yeah i'm i'm there i'm i'm hey, fully man, that's there what happens when you put the put the love in you know like really is a labor of love not a lot of people are gonna go that extra mile to like yeah. get the transitions right i always compare it to like you're building castles right you're expanding your empire and the more you do like what you're doing take the added time to give us some love all that it's like digging a deeper wider moat around your castle and it's like 
Now everybody else is gonna not only has to knock your castle walls down, but they have to swim across this gigantic moat to even touch yeah. you. It's like that's yeah. how you get to legend status. When you look at their castle and you're like, that moat is untouchable. <laughs> I can't even begin to make that journey to touch yeah. those walls. And you know, that's cool that you took that extra step because you know, there is that kind of aspect when you're in public and somebody's like, What do you do? And you're like, What do I show them? To have that body of work where you're like, this represents me fully. Yeah. It's like, man, amazing step and like very commendable and respectable. You know, I think it's going to be really huge for you. It's like an undeniable piece of art, you know? I sure hope so. Hey, know. man, for the people that are into that stuff, it's undeniable. Somebody that doesn't like it sucks. Anyway. i mean you're like you said you're gonna live there like this is your home Mm -hmm. you might as well take the little extra time to get the to get the details make sure the pictures are straight Mm -hmm. make sure everything is you know dialed in you're gonna be living there for a while immortalized yeah yeah um and i guess i guess a, a great way to end this would be the bit the bit that got cut off on our false start um (laughs) Which is when I when I finished when I finished the album, I like, you know, I was I was damn near ready to shed a tear, um, which is not surprising just from like the amount, the sheer amount of hours and work that went into finishing it. But there was there was something about finishing it that I couldn't really put a finger on to like why why there was like this extra like burden lifted or like this extra weight that like I felt like I just you know this extra extra piece of that whole emotional thing that I couldn't put a finger on was like and I couldn't figure it out for like a week but this morning I think I realized that um what it was is that like this body of work like you said it's your house it's going to be where you live it is the memorialization of this this piece of art and my stamp on the world for long after I'm not here anymore. So like having a thing that I am wholly proud of that is a complete piece of art that will last in you know immortality until we nuke ourselves to death. Um, I don't know. It just it just it felt it it felt bigger than me, which was. Mm-hmm. I think the the most rewarding part of this whole thing. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, man, you went the extra mile that most people aren't going to do. So, of course, you have, you know, something to be proud of. Yeah. Like, you know, words can only uh, explain that so much, but it's like, I don't know. It's crazy, man. It's crazy that the same tools that uh that uh we we uh use as like beginners and shit and export are like dingy little mp3s that like sound like ass when we first begin is the same thing that that we use later on to export the stuff and it's just in the manner that we use it and like learning all these details and like love for the craft like i don't know i always draw comparisons between like woodworking or like painting and then uh uh think of like the detail that goes into like 
the premium shit like when somebody like is is amazing at painting like the amount of like detail that goes into the textures of like the person's like one eyeball yeah and 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 or like hair and just making sure that there's strands and it's flowy and that there's depth and texture and the way that the light hits it and all this kind of stuff that's like you know the accumulation of like all these little things you picked up on all the sweat and tears all the self-doubt all the like just negative yeah. shit yeah all the blessings all like just the whole accumulation of that it's like pretty emotional to like step back and look at it afterwards and like listen through and just be taken back to all that yeah like man music's a powerful thing not to sound too cliche here but no i mean it's like such an emotionally charged thing yeah i mean what i said was pretty cliche too like it, not to like go too meta but like yeah it it really is it it's part of the reason for this existence having meaning and to add to that discussion something i'm proud of all worth it so yeah well shit man i think uh that's a pretty good way to wrap it off here yeah and uh as always humans give them a piece uh, and a peace among worlds (laughs) 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 bye-bye i like it All right, humans. Thank you so much for being here with us. Shouts out to Rip Kenny on finishing that album. Make sure you go check the song of the week that has opened up your eyes. It just dropped the, the final lead single for Rip Kenny's upcoming album. And uh, you can go check that out at the links directly to it or on the Spotify playlist that we got going of all our songs of the week. You can support our sponsors like Dojo TV, free producer live stream classes from the producer Dojo Senseis, including every other week we do this podcast live. You can get in the chat and talk with us. And Tesco's Patreon, where you can uh, get access to his private Discord, track feedback, private lessons, you know, project files, lots more. Uh, Support the boy Tesco. There's also the weekly download where you can learn from our mentor Ill Gates and his private weekly group lessons and get access to over 250 more episodes, probably like 300 episodes in the archive. Just 20 bucks a month. It is like the craziest producer deal. There's like something you want to know, he's done an episode. And if not, shit, he'll do it soon. And then uh, guest practices where you can learn from Seth Drake at the Approach Institute. He's the best engineer we know and your first class over there is free. Hit the humanmusicpodcast.com for socials, more episodes, places to stream. And uh, yeah, until next week, peace and peace among worlds.